You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. We've got some exciting news regarding our Costa Rica spa retreat and residential community that we're building. I can't wait to share the details with you on today's show. I'm Kathy Fetke, and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. You may have heard a couple of years ago that we raised almost $5 million to acquire 800 acres of fertile land near the fastest growing city in Costa Rica. And you may be wondering, whatever happened to it? In short, we got our entitlements very quickly, within just a couple of months after closing, and were able to start phase two, the earthwork, just earlier this year with another $4 million raise. And just this week, we sealed the deal with a big-time Wall Street investor who plans to fund the entire spa resort for Phase 3. So if you were hoping to get involved with this syndication, the time is now before it gets fully funded by the big money boys. Please note this particular investment pays out 18% preferred return, which is pretty phenomenal. But unfortunately, the SEC only allows accredited investors to participate. I am so sorry. These are not my rules. It's the Security Exchange Commission. We wish we could open it up to the many people who've expressed interest, but there are ways for you to get involved, just not on the syndication side. So with us today is the brainchild behind the project, David Comfort, whose vision is quickly becoming reality. So David, welcome to The Real Well Show. Thank you, Kathy. Always a pleasure to be here. Excited to talk about a project and new developments and the state of affairs these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have such a diverse background in the markets for many years as a trader. Yep, exactly. Okay. And now uh, in real estate development and particularly developing in Costa Rica, an entire community. Very exciting. So I want to update our audience on all of the exciting things happening there, what you brought to our network, an opportunity to not only diversify and take some of your money out of the country, but also in doing so, creating an incredible, incredible new concept. So let's talk about that. You haven't been on the show for a while, so I'm not sure how much our audience even knows about what you've been up to. So what have you been up to? (laughs) <laughs> well, a lot, a lot, Kathy. <laughs> You've accomplished a lot. It, it's been an amazing journey. And, and when we started this t- together a couple years ago, um, we, we talked about an emerging trend in how people view their lifestyle, how they travel, how they live, and really an, an elevated level of mindfulness and what they eat, what they drink, and the experience types of experiences that they want to have when they travel, whether it's active or what's called transformational travel, where they're learning something and taking that back with them into their daily lives. And that theme has only gotten exponentially stronger. And so Rise is a place that is built to capture that shift in how people live their lives. And like I said, the last couple of years, that has only gotten stronger and stronger the growth of the wellness industry. And so RISE combines a destination wellness retreat, a residential community, a village, and a large certified organic farm that provides most of the food for the whole community. And it's a brand new hospitality brand. And so there's very uh, strong tailwinds in terms of 
creating a market demographic that wants this and wants it now. And we're just seeing that trend continue. So as we bring this project to life, we feel like we have a couple step head start on other hospitality companies that are just now trying to adapt to a wellness lifestyle that, that so many are, are interested in now. And so um, we're excited to be coming to market yeah. already with product. And we're so excited to be a part of it. You came to us a couple of years ago with a vision of acquiring land in a fertile place with clean water and clean air. And you found 800 acres of fertile land in Costa Rica, very close, just 15 minutes or so from the uh, fastest growing city in Costa Rica. And now very close to a new proposed airport, which will really be a game changer. So good on you for picking such a perfect spot to do this. You know, so many developers who are not Costa Rican have a hard time getting projects like this off the ground for so many reasons. And you accomplished incredible things. We have a lot of listeners who uh, came to me and said, oh, yeah, I've been developing in Costa Rica and had a hard time getting the entitlements and so forth. And and then uh, found out, watched our project. We're like, how did David do that so quickly? I think you got entitlements of maybe a, a month after we closed on the property or something. But yeah, like what have you accomplished in this two-year period with this 800 acres? Thank you, Kathy. It's been it's been an amazing journey. And um, we were able to get the uh, entitlements pretty quickly, <laughs> very quickly, I, I should say. Um, and part of that was the help of local relationships that we had, not only with the municipality uh, and the local government, but uh, the very influential former owner of the property. His name is Don Alberto Esquivel. And so he helped out a lot. And we just brought also an elevated sense of professionalism and diligence and just really giving them everything that they need and checking off all the boxes and making sure that we had our applications fully buttoned up. And so we were able to move through that with the help of that and and the relationships that we created there. And so since that time, we have planted 15,000 plus fruit trees. We've got uh, animals on the property from chickens to cows to uh, a bee habitat, because when you have all these trees, you want to you want to make sure they've got pollinators around. We have since opened up a luxury glamping property called Kinkara on a portion of the land. And that's been an amazing experience for people already. And we'll, we'll get in a little bit more into that because it's a really important part of the investment story and uh, will be a, a really strong financial return for us. And if you don't know what glamping is, it's glamorous camping. And, and glamorous it is. We had a Real Wealth Network tour to the site and people came back saying it was the best food they've ever tasted. They never knew vegetables could be so delicious. <laughs> you know, when they're grown, you know, in that climate and in that fresh, you know, soil with the fresh, I think the sixth cleanest water in the world. I mean, of course, it's going to taste good. And it's permaculture. I mean, everything there is grown organically. And I don't even want to begin to explain what permaculture is, but it's cutting edge. Yes, it is. It's The food there is extraordinary. And we were able to entice really one of the top chefs out there. His name is Kuntal. He was preparing food for a very well-known retreat destination in India called Vana, and he opened all their restaurants. He's a 
published author of organic books. And so he is there and he prepares all the meals and he, with the staff, one of the real attractors for him and, and part of our invitation was to create a culinary program from the ground up. And not only just taking the local Costa Rican talent, but tapping into all the local suppliers of all the amazing fruits and vegetables that are available there, in addition to guiding all that we produce on the property. And so in a very short amount of time, he was able to get that program up and running. And and the RWN investors that came in July got a, a little taste of that. And it's just continues to get better and better. Mm, I can't wait to go. We've got a tour at the end of March where I will be there and I will get to taste that delicious gourmet homegrown food. So anybody interested in that, you can certainly go to our website under the Learn tab. You'll see our tours and come join us in Costa Rica end of March. Okay, so let's kind of come back to you had this vision. You came to me wanting to build this incredible community in Costa Rica, which is out of our box, right? It's not something we've done at Real Wealth Network. We have, we were participating in some properties in Belize and Nicaragua, but I love Costa Rica for so many reasons, Uh, mostly the surfing and the great food and the great people and the safe environment and so many other reasons. But at the same time, it was riskier because it's international. And I knew that that would be, you know, just kind of out of the box for a lot of our investors. But the reason we decided to move forward with you and syndicate and raise the money for your vision was number one, your experience with your family being a generational developers in New York City with your dad and I think your grandpa. Mm-hmm. And my great granddad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, big time developers in, in New York City. So I knew you had the background. And then also, that was number one. Number two, I just love the concept and do believe in diversification because there is this question I've had that, you know, at some point, a recession usually does come every 10 years. It's not going to be every 10 years this time because it's taken longer for this expansion. So it's going to be longer. And people shouldn't think just because it's been 10 years, there's, you know, it's automatically going to be a recession. That doesn't work that way. Um, It's been much slower. And this expansion could continue for a while. But even so, nobody really knows. And so why not have some of your money invested in another country where uh, maybe they don't have the kind of debt that we have? Um, They don't have, you know, some of the political issues that we might have here. So to be able to just get a little bit of your money invested in other countries is wise, in my opinion. And what I liked about this was we were going to buy the 800 acres free and clear. You had really good, really good relationships with the powers that be in Costa Rica that were very supportive of the project. The parcel itself is, again, in this part of Costa Rica that's the fastest growing area, but also this parcel could be developed. And and there are other parcels that can't be for different reasons. So there was a whole checklist that we went through that made this investment make sense. And sure enough, you have delivered with some really, how should I say, um, headline type news. You're going to be at the Sundance Film Festival. At, uh, let's start with that. What's going on there? Well, the, the timing of this, that's a really awesome. Thank you, Kathy. And, and the timing of, of this couldn't be better with this event going on at the Sundance Film Festival, which kind of came a little bit out of the blue. But I participated in a film called We Rise Up, 
ironically, just happens to have rise in the name. And this is a, a documentary that basically like articulates like new emerging models around what prosperity, success, and contribution means in this world and what it is that we are meant to do. What does it mean to live a, a purposed life? And so as part of this film, they interviewed the Dalai Lama, Tony Robbins, uh, John Mackey, who is the former CEO of Whole Foods, and you know, Lynn Twist, Jack Canfield, just Kenneth Cole, just people from all over the spectrum. And they really looked at, you know, what does the future hold for how we live our lives? And so as part of that, they interviewed me as well. And it turns out um, I'm actually in the film. I definitely was not expecting <laughs> to be in it, but the producer called me up and said, hey, the film is going to debut at Sundance and um, we'd like you to be on the panel discussion. And I thought there's about 40 other people with, uh, you know, far more public sized credentials <laughs> than, than me. They said, well, we really like how you show up there and your story and how you talk about the project. And so we would love for you to be there. And so what, I, you know, this film was supposed to come out a couple years ago where the timing would not have been as helpful. But for right now, it's great for the investment. Um, we're at a really amazing place with the project and with our investors. And so to just have this, I'm going to be in front of press talking about the project. To be able to leverage this exposure for the project is going to be outstanding. And so I'm really excited to be there and, and just talk about Rise. And I just think that we'll, I'll get a lot of questions and there'll be a really great opportunity to give exposure to the project, which, you know, we're going to be coming to market with homes this year. Um, we already have Kinkara open um, to be accepting guests. So it's just a, a, a really wonderful sort of surprisingly time, well-timed catalyst for the investment. And there have been, you know, a few other of those uh, just even during the time that, you know, RWN and myself have been involved that these wonderful surprises just pop up. And <laughs> I guess sometimes that makes you feel like, you know, you're on the right track. And, oh, and without this will a doubt. be great for the investment. Yeah, that's what I look for is those, those signs that you're in the flow. And speaking of in the flow, uh, you know, when we raised the money initially, it was enough to, you know, acquire the land and get the entitlements and get things going. And then we needed to do a second round of raise to develop the homes and then a third phase to develop the hotel. And, you know, it's not the easiest thing to talk to people about, you know, investing in, an, in Costa Rica because there's been a lot of developers who never got their project off the ground. And that is the biggest risk people need to be aware of Certainly when an American developer goes overseas and tries to get something done, there often are barriers that they couldn't foresee. And that's why the initial raise was probably scarier for those investors because, you know, it was just dirt and you didn't have the entitlements. But we did know that you had the relationships and man, you know, you got entitlements faster than. And again, for those of you new to development, that means you have the permission to build. Sometimes you never get that permission and you're sitting on dirt. And that's what happens many times with developers who have great ideas and literally never get it off the ground. It just remains dirt. And that's pretty much what your money's worth in that investment. But, uh, you know, you did it and we went in with cash. We did not want to get bank financing 
and you shouldn't. Again, always be aware of investing in any projects where there's financing at the early stage, bank financing, because if things don't go as planned, then the bank just takes the property. So again, I felt confident because we were going in with all cash. You were putting in a lot of money, as was your family, and matching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, were, we were all getting the same profit, which is, again, very unusual. And then, you know, again, it came time to raise the second phase and the third phase. And that's a faith play too, right? You've got to expect that there's going to be somebody who wants to continue investing in the project. We certainly have had investors flocking to it and they continue to invest. And we have a small window uh, for those who want to invest in this. But a big player noticed the project and how well it's going and is making a huge commitment. And that's exciting news. So please share with our, with our members and our audience what is going on with this kind of big-time investor. My pleasure. Yes. I mean, the raise for phase B was outstanding in terms of, of continuing to advance the project to the place where we could bring in a large investor like this gentleman. His name is David Ingram from Altos Funds. And he couldn't be a more perfect investor for us. You talked about sort of in the flow, <laughs> but if I had drawn up the terms of the most perfect investment in, in the world, I wouldn't have drawn them up to this level of benefit for us. I just really didn't even think it was imaginable. And then the synchronicity of it. He's an American who lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. He just so happens to have lived in Costa Rica six of those years in the city of San Isidro, which is the fastest growing city in Costa Rica and 15 minutes from our project. And he is married to a Costa Rican woman who is from the little town that rises in. And that obviously was not planned. It was purely coincidence. So he knows the area very well. And he has invested over $200 million in two other real estate development projects that our project management company is running, CM&D. And Kathy has had Scott Stay, the president of that company, on on her show before. So he is the real deal. And um, he came down uh, late December with his wife and his family. He, He didn't actually come down just to look at the project. He was down there for the holidays to be with his wife's family. And so he absolutely loved what he saw there. I flew to Charlotte uh, earlier in December and spent the night at his house with his family and just getting, you know, getting to know them. And so we have an executed commitment to fund from him for $16.4 million, which covers the residential phase of the project, which is what phase B is, is right now. And we also have a, a verbal commitment from him and um, to fund roughly 48 to $50 million more for the phase C, which is the resort or the hotel portion. And so he really does like to do larger investments. He's not doing this to do a $16 million investment. That's obviously a lot of money, but for the level that he plays at, he'd much rather do 50 and $100 million investments. And so He knows all about the metrics for the hotel and fully expects to be there to fund that for us when we're ready as well. So it's basically 80% of the going forward project costs. And so it's it's outstanding. We're so excited to have him on board. 
and really moving towards a, a closing as soon as possible. So it's an outstanding opportunity for us and and was really, really a, a great catalyst for the project as we move forward. Oh, so exciting. And yeah, again, if, if any of our investors want to get involved in the private placement part of it, you know, be in partnership with these guys, uh, there's still an opening. You can go to realwealthcrowd.com. But that window of opportunity is closing very rapidly because David Ingram is going to be closing and funding. So there is still a little bit of room for Real Wealth Network investors. So if you're interested, definitely check that out, realwealthcrowd.com or just go to Real Wealth Network. The preferred return is 18%. We asked for a higher preferred return because, you know, we know that it's investing out of the country and that's, like I said, out of the box for a lot of people. So we wanted to make it, you know, more intriguing and more exciting. So again, you could find out about that. We'll have a webinar coming up too, which you can find out about. Either you have to join Real Wealth Network and then fill out the investor form and you have to be an accredited investor to invest in this project. So you will need to fill out the form to prove that you are accredited. Accredited means that you earn $200,000 as an individual or $300,000 as a couple, or you have a million-dollar net worth that you can prove you have. That's a requirement of the SEC. It's not something I made up. I would like everyone to be able to invest in this. We've had so many people come up and say they want to participate, but they're not accredited yet. And I'm so sorry. There is nothing I can do about it. But beg and plead that the SEC change their rules, and that's probably not going to get anywhere. However, if you're not accredited, you may want to consider buying one of the homes. There are some homes that we'll be building that are pretty affordable. What's the lower cost homes? Yeah, the homes will range in price from around $175,000 up to a little over a million. And certainly we'll be offering these homes to our investors first. We expect a lot of demand for these homes. And we're actually very shortly going to be instituting like a reservation list uh, with sort of like a priority number for all non-investors. You know, they would come sort of after our investors. And so we are expecting a lot of demand for them. And, and I'm, I'm excited to bring them to market. We've completed a, a lot of the design and the infrastructure work in terms of putting in the roads and drainage and all of that stuff began earlier this year and will continue this year in 2019 as well. So we expect to be going vertical on construction in 2019. And so we'll have move-ins in 2020. So it's uh, not that far away. I can't believe we're already 20 years into the 21st century, but uh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> oh, you must be so excited. And, and this has been your vision and you've been steadfast in making it happen. I can't imagine what it's going to feel like when you move into your dream home there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife and I are really excited to move there. Right now, we, we are actually perfectly happy staying in the tents of Kinkara. So um, when we go down there, it's... Uh, they're, like I said, they're glamping. So they're furnished. They've got, you know, beautiful, comfortable beds with organic linens and, you know, organic blanket, cotton blankets and beautiful bathhouses. And so it's uh, not like we're, we're roughing it when we go down there. We've, we've created a really amazing experience at Kinkara that we enjoy just as much as our guests. Yeah, and for those of you who join me on the Costa Rica tour to Kinkara, you will be glamping alongside and uh, get to discover for yourself what it means to uh, glamorously camp in, in these comfortable beds and these cute little, well, they're not really tents. What do you, what do you call them? Well, we call, they're, they're like Lotus Bell capsules almost. And yeah. so they're, they're really beautiful. They're very spacious. 
some are 16 feet wide. And so you can stand up in them. And, and, you know, we just had an amazing group actually there called One Heart. It was 45 entrepreneurs, CEOs, you know, inspirational leaders all gathered there for a week over, over New Year's and just had an extraordinary event. And so much so that they want to come back April 12th to the 19th. And this is exactly the kind of reason why we created Kinkara, because it brings not only future guests to the project, it provides revenue, it's a sales office for our home, it brings in potential buyers. And this is the future, really, of, of travel. When you have these retreat leaders uh, bringing these large groups, then they just keep coming. And so you have this recurrent revenue. So it's a great investment of project dollars into something like this, where they're already coming back you know, three, four months later. And so you start to book these going forward with all these multiple groups. And you can see how that really drives your occupancy and drives the profitability of an area of the project that was really put in place there to host buyers. But it's like a sales office that actually makes you money now and will make you money in the future as well. So it's not just something that you build and then tear down when you're done sales. So it's a, it's a really valuable tool and was a critical piece for David Ingram and Altos Funds. Uh, saying uh, that if you didn't have that in place or, or you hadn't put that in, in the business strategy, I'd be a lot less interested in this investment because it's a key part of the thesis of how you're going to sell. Yeah. And that, again, was one of the reasons we decided to syndicate and raise the capital for the project is I knew there were several exit strategies in case mm-hmm. your vision didn't happen the way you thought it might, uh, because I've seen too many developers not execute. But what was different about this, well, again, like I said, your background and experience and development and your passion and your integrity, the location of the property, and the fact that there were multiple exit strategies. If we really ran into trouble, we could have just sold off some lots because, you know, it's 800 acres that we own free and clear in, in the fastest growing part of, of Costa Rica. So we knew that was a safe bet. We wouldn't get ourselves in trouble with holding costs because we could just sell lots. And then I, I knew that you were. You had the intention of growing organic foods that could be exported. So another uh, source of revenue if things ever yeah. got tough. And then, uh, again, the glamping, where you everybody knows it takes years to get a uh, resort up and running. But you decided, mm, how about we just do it now? <laughs> because a lot of people who come to Costa Rica love the idea of glamping. You know, that's that's they love that kind of experience. And sure enough, you bring in the New York chef and the, the homegrown foods. and. And uh, you've got the waterfalls and the beautiful scenery and the cooking classes and the massages and all these wonderful things that make for a, a wonderful retreat. And already, before anything's even been built, there's uh, revenue being generated. So I loved the concept. I love you. I love what we're doing. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. So thank you, David. Any last things, exciting things? I know, one, we don't have much time left, but you have recruited one of the top spa people to be a part of this. I don't know how you Mm. uh, connect with these untouchables. You know, I I mean, that's (laughs) what was so impressive to me from the start is you attracted the highest level people on all levels. I mean, the architect. Very quickly, tell us about how you were able to bring in one of a world famous architect for this project 
and now a world famous, um, you know, spa person to get on board. So those two things, if you'll just quickly tell us about that, and then we'll need to wrap up. Yeah. So it's really about finding the person that fits best with your project and then persistently (laughs) um, pursuing and being able to passionately communicate about what you're going to do and what you're going to achieve. And that really energizes and inspires others. And they want to be a part of it. And so at least my experience of people that feel that committed and that energized and that passionate, they're actually giving something to you as well. And it's fun to be part of it and to be part of something that feels like bigger than just yourself. And so I think that that element of the project really drives people's attraction. Because they see this is something I love in my craft that I'm an expert at, and I get to do it at the highest level around something that really feels meaningful. And that's a powerful attractor. And so we did that with our consultants, but and very importantly, we did that with the woman you're talking about, Sue Harmsworth, who is the founder of Espa, which she sold for a hundred million plus pounds, which is 150 or so a million dollars. And she's just no better person in the wellness industry than Sue and no more experienced. And so we flew to London and um, with no you know, expectation that we were going to be able to secure basically her participation, but with a very strong belief that this was the pathway to do it. And so we just sat down with her and shared with her what we we're doing. And she was being pursued by many others, but I think the fact that we demonstrated our commitment and our passion by just getting on a plane and going over there, and we spent three days from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. with her going through everything, and by the end of it, she said, okay, you got me. (laughs) And and to have that level of talent on board um, and the network that she also gives you access to, that's actually another piece because she just... She knows so many people. So just even in discussion, something comes up. Okay, how do we solve this? Oh, we just need to call this person. Mm. And it's not like some ordinary person who, who's, who could solve the problem. It's like the best person in the planet. <laughs> <solves> <laughs> of <the> course. <laughs> and so that really makes for a talented team. And I am in constant awe and admiration for what they achieve and how well our, our team does their jobs. Uh, it's just it's like watching artists work and you may not know exactly how they do what they do, but the output says it all. And then the architect tells a little bit about him and his passion. So we have Blink Design Group out of Bangkok and they have designed some of not only amazing residences, but also some of the most stunning hotels in the world from Jumeirah to Banyan Tree to Four Seasons to just all these amazing, incredible hotels that have strong wellness portions as well. And they're also, since they're from Southeast Asia, they're very familiar with that tropical climate. And so matching up like not only, you know, their design work, but have they designed for a similar climate? Because architecture really influences the experience of of the guests based on the climate, you know, in tropical environments, you want to have large overhangs and You want to have steep roofs to shed the rain real quickly, and you need really good airflow to deal with humidity. And so having an architect that is familiar with all that is important. And so 
There was even some serendipity around getting Clint. Their head of architecture had actually designed a property called Amanyara in Turks and Caicos that we really loved. And we didn't even know that at the time because he had designed it while he was at a different firm. But we pursued him with the same persistence. And again, we brought him to the project. And once we had him on site and showed him what we were doing, that really just sealed the deal. So that really got him involved and excited about the project. Awesome. Such good stuff. All right. Well, David, thank you for joining me here on The Real Well Show once again. Again, we'll be doing a full webinar on the project for anyone interested in investing or visiting it or coming on the tour or potentially buying a residence in Costa Rica. You can just go to realwealthshow.com and click on the Invest tab or go to realwealthcrowd.com if you want to be a part of the syndication. So basically what that means, the difference is if you invest in the syndication, you're, you're one of the partners in the project, basically a silent partner, but a partner nonetheless. If you buy a property, well, then just like any residential community, you're an owner in the project. So two different kinds of ways to get involved. Or, you know, if you are a workshop leader, a retreat leader, oh my goodness, no better place than Kinkara to hold your retreat. So you can, again, find out about that at realwealthcrowd.com. Thanks again, David. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to seeing you in Costa Rica. All right. Thanks, Kathy. You have a wonderful day as well. Take care. And thank you all for joining me here on The Real Well Show. I look forward to possibly seeing you at one of our upcoming events. We meet in San Francisco in L.A. every month. And on February 9th, we'll have our third annual East Coast Property Showcase, where all of our single-family investment affiliates will come out and show us what's happening in their markets. And then at the end of March, we'll be taking this tour to Costa Rica, which will be mind-blowing. You can go check that out at realwealthshow.com. Just click on the Learn tab, and you'll find out about our upcoming events and tours and free webinars. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on The Real Well Show. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.